Hello, my name is Ingrid Kim. I'm doing podcast called Fashion on Spot on Rifali platform. You can subscribe through your mobile phones using App Store or Play Store or just follow on website rifali.com. Today we enjoy with my guest. Her name is Guya and her brand is named New Tribe. Guya, hi. Ciao. Hi Ingrid, nice uh, being here and hello to everyone listening to us if there is anybody listening to us hello hello yeah of course uh, very many people who are fashion followers will listen to us and who love fashion who love beautiful things so uh, tell us um, you always introduce of Guya and Nur why is two names like can you have the current um, I'm, uh, I'm I'm Italian and I have a background in uh, luxury fashion. I'm a sales marketing manager and a merchandiser. I've been working in fashion for the past uh, 25 years from brands like Alberta Ferretti, Ferrem, Jean-Paul Gaultier and been actually working for the past 12 years still working uh, for Tom Ford. So fashion is my world. I worked in Milan, in New York, in Paris throughout my, my years. And um, five years ago, I moved to Tanzania. And after a while, I fell in love with the country, with the people, and I decided that I wanted to stay. So I said, okay, I need to find a job, something to do here. What can I do? Fashion is my life. Fashion is my bread and butter. So I said, let's build a new brand uh, and there um, was born at the beginning Noor Design which I actually changed the label and we are finally Noor Tribe uh, which is a Tanzanian based brand. Yeah, it's very wonderful and it's amazing what you are continuous. I, I know by your background you're working with famous brands like Tom Ford. Can you tell more about this Milano fashion uh, <laughs> capital? Well, which is okay, U- European fashion week, let's say Milano fashion week or Paris fashion week. It's uh, very different from what happens here. It's uh, very, very fast, very, very stressful. Uh, we do work before like Milano fashion week uh, months before to prepare a collection, a sitting of a show, a branding, a showroom. It's a hectic, crazy work. Uh, we're always on the run. There is not one minute to eat, one minute to sit, and one minute to have a break. Wow, it's so interesting. There, so it looks very glamorous from outside. It looks very glamorous from outside, and it probably is. I have attended fashion shows in New York. I've attended fashion shows in Milan, of course. I've attended them as a guest, or I've participated being the organizer of one of these shows. Um, I had the pleasure to meet Naomi Campbell. I had the pleasure to meet Kate Moss. I had the pleasure to meet many of these uh, big uh, fashion icons. But uh, yes, it's a fast, fast crazy world. I'm sure you doesn't <laughs> even have time for coffee like you did with these runs, but we see we are like follower fashion TV we just see beautiful shows which is like organized by your team as I understand with people who are behind it and I understand it's a huge huge lot of work and experience you need to do it. We just enjoy by watching the performance. So what is impressing you in Swahili fashion when you decided to launch your brand? Again, sorry. What did you decided like when you launch your brand? What do you think about generally Swahili fashion here, okay. East Africa? Um, so I thought there was um, for sure a gap, and I think in general, fashion in Africa is. Um, evolving and there is a lot of work and a lot of potential to do Um, especially Africa in general can actually be 
in an advantage, meaning that the world, Europe or America, that has established brands, they are very consuming and people are now moving from that to sustainability, to um, having a more eco-conscious way of shopping and of wearing clothes, etc., etc. So because Africa is a bit behind, they have to build everything. They can build already this new philosophy, looking, you know, also, it's like shopping with a value, you know? It's like uh, not only a money-making some machine, conscious, yeah. but some conscious. Uh, and uh, to my particular brand, Noor Tribe, we have three main vision, three main, let's say, brand rules, which are heritage, yeah, our concept, yeah. heritage, upcycle and recycle heritage meaning that of course i start my designs um being inspired for what i love for example one thing that i loved about tanzania is not only the wax and the kitenge but i really love the Maasai culture and their way of clothing shuka shuka are originally worn by men and i think i'm one of the few brands that transformed the shukas into women's wear um, we had an amazing um, show, not show, but like exhibit at the National Museum of Dar es Salaam and House of Council uh, last month. It was a great success. I think it was one of the few of the kind events. I was also one of the co-organizers. I should join to his glory. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And how was your experience? Because you are first who are like break the ice. You was first a fashion designer who organized in the National Museum and the supported by government, the Ministry of Culture and the Embassy of Italy, like a also fashion show for guests, for honorable who I was there and supporting you, your friends, family. How did you find it like when you make it? Did you believe yourself? Well, um, it was actually a very nice experience uh, working uh, with all uh, the staff of the museum. Uh, they were very helpful, as you know, because you were part of it, <laughs> being also my head of PR and communications, that I had my back and thoughts. Yeah, should I God. do it? Not should I not do it? But you always pushed that uh, we would um, somewhat do it and uh, do not cancel the event. At the end, I was really, really happy of the outcome. Um, we had a lot of people, as you said, that came to support from embassies to ministers to friends to customer. So I think for a first event like this in Tanzania was a great success. For sure, there is a uh, um, areas of improvement so our next uh, uh, outstanding event next year that we will think about will not have the mistakes that maybe uh, we've done this year but um, all over I'm absolutely happy yes yes congratulations once again because even like a citizen write about you Masai Magic offers a night of heritage art and networking it's like something which is happens new in Tanzania I believe people will start to know more and popularize it to visit your second event in the new year like more majority like will be also young people of fashion of all yes brands. that's a big difference also let's say from Africans uh, fashion shows to like European fashion shows in Europe you need to be invited you don't pay to go to a show you can have all the money in the world but if you're not invited you will not get in full stop it doesn't matter how much money you have whereas here uh, people tend to sell tables which I'm not saying there is anything wrong with that but um, if you want to create like brand awareness it's not so much about oh I pay I'm there it's more like you're cool enough to come to my show or not do I want you there or not so, being it press being it clients being people of the business so it's like you are 
deserving, yeah, but based on your actions, like when you're clients, when you are doing some, like, you know, you are doing some, uh, let's say, relation established with brand, the brand will appreciate you to invite you, yeah, like, absolutely, the brand will, uh, you know, support you and appreciate you in this way. And, you know, we, when we do sittings for fashion shows in Europe, The actual plan, where the clients that are coming to see the show, where are the buyers, where is the press and the journalist sitting, it's very, very tricky and very, very important. We spend two weeks all night moving little numbers. Ingrid sits here, this lady sits here. Oh no, this lady cannot sit. It's a headache. It's like playing a gigantic puzzle because you have to make everybody happy that supports the brand. And there are other things that yeah. you need to consider. It's not so simple. It's not just the first comes, the first seats. I think yeah. it's very important to uh, notice because I think here in Tanzania fashion events we lack it, we miss it because people come randomly sitting with each other. Sometimes it's absolutely a different audience and it doesn't mean somebody good or bad, but it must be like, as you said, by purpose. Somebody must sit in the first row in the, in the center. Somebody must can sit the right wing, left wing, and you plus. know who is near to whom. It's like plus you said like buyers or uh, fashionista or bloggers, like because nobody feel forget it or like. You you know, lost on the show, like, oh, where can I sit? Oh my God, last row because I'm late. And you know, in Tanzania, we're starting show. <laughs> we know yes. the timing. With, with timing, it's a problem. In fact, I remember with the museum, uh, let's say exhibition, how do how, how much we stress people that uh, the invite was at 6 p.m. and that at 6 p.m. we would start being the place empty or not empty because we had a schedule. We had a minister that had speeches. People cannot wait around hours. And then if you compare to like Milano Fashion Week, Uh, Milano Fashion Week lasts last eight, nine days. Today's the last day. Usually you have from 10 o'clock in the morning to six o'clock in the afternoon. You have 10 shows. People need to go around from one show to the other. It's Gucci at 10, Tom Ford at 11. And sometimes it's the same press and the same buyers that have to be present. So everything has to be very functional and on time and very, very well organized. And they don't wait for nobody. I mean, the show starts, starts. The journalist is there, it's there. If it's not there, too bad. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> like... The show must go on. The show there is must a go on. Timetable to, yeah, to to um, yes, okay, to respect. Uh, yeah, again, uh, uh, today Guya uh, already downloaded Rifali. And yes. going to use it and read it and uh, listen to her podcast uh, with her interview. And I remind you others to download Rifali, www.rifali.com. Discover what matters and you can use your Google App Store or Play Store, App Store. So I know people uh, love to know, like, where your next move? Because I know you always travel. You like to go to Kenya. You are very active. Like, I uh, like your photo on the on the horse when it was article about you in Citizen. I was like thinking, when was Lydia <laughs> going to conquer the world like tell us your plans for well, this, for this yes. Christmas let's say that um, you can say that I'm busy or just I'm a very hectic person that cannot stay still uh, but uh, plans uh, now we have on the 30th of September at Sleepway we have uh, Tanzania Fashion Festival um, which is an event close to my heart because the organizer Mr. Deo de Grashmas is also a good friend and it's actually the first person that believes in my brand here in Tanzania and I did 
did my first show with him in uh, 2021. And from there, I started working to turn Noor Tribe into a real brand and not just a joke, like making clothes for friends. Uh, so I'm looking forward for this event. As soon as I finish this event, I am flying to Milan for Fashion Week. Fashion Week will be finished, but I am going cool. for my Tom Ford uh, showroom work. So I'm going to sell the Spring Summer 24 collection to all the stores around the world. And of course, here and there, I'm going to have a few meetings for Noor Tribe as well. While I'm in Italy, I'm planning a photo shoot of Masai fabrics, but in Italy with an Italian vibe. I, I need to go and see some uh, stores for distribution and um, probably we'll get one or few two interviews even in Italy as this summer in um, 2023 July I had my first uh, temporary store in Italy. Uh, temporary store are something that are um, expanding in Italy, especially in summer location. My store was in Forte dei Marmi, which, one of, which is one of the most fashionable, fun resorts. It's my dream. It's okay. full of Russian. They love it there. They, oh. they buy all the big villains, of course. <laughs> I will join. I'm Russian. I must join. We, we, we jump to Milano. Topic. Yeah. I want to remind and congratulate you that you did this big move uh, uh, you opened in July temporary store tell us like about these trends because it's important to understand maybe in Tanzania can get this experience yes uh, the temporary stores now in Italy are developing much much more especially in a summer location or in relation to some events for example uh, my aim next year for Milano Fashion Week 2025 is to have a temporary store probably in a museum probably in a location that I have to choose so maybe I'm not ready to have my full year store but for a month I can showcase my stuff uh, throughout periods or it can be at uh, the Biennale of uh, Biennale del Cinema which is where we celebrate movies in uh, Venice there are different opportunities and options um, so you don't necessarily need to have like a store all year but you can do temporary stores also related at events that you want to participate or be related to Yes. Wow, it's very interesting. Yes. We are so with you. For yeah. um, the summer, was something really completely different, and I brought mainly wax and kitenge this summer in Italy and uh, the Italian market actually reacted really really well they did they know it. about kitenge like how some, did you find some people know a little bit of Africa some people have no idea uh, it really depends it's a bit random um but they love the material, they love the brightness of the colors of the actual kitenge and um, wax that I chose. And for sure, at least in my market, because every market has their style, in Italy, they like a very sexy cut when it comes to summer and when it comes to wax and kitenge. Different to what maybe women wear here but that's why usually designers have got collection for different markets like people like Giorgio Armani have a different cut for a collection that they distribute in Japan because the, the body is different the measures are different it's a matter yeah it's a makes sense yes oh, yes uh, all the big established brands like uh, yes Armani I don't know Tom Ford Chanel they have different fittings different vestibilities from different markets so maybe you have the same jacket but it for an Italian woman it's a proper 30 whereas for a Chinese woman the sleeves are shorter the waist the drop is different all the same jacket is constructed with different measurements to make all the markets happy and all the body figure and different type of women also happy and able to fit mm. clothes 
Um, but I need to ask about these uh, forms of you know Tanzanian women, which is famous by like bats and how you make a design. Th that for me was a, that for me was a big uh, let's say a big. Um, uh, problem, meaning that I've always worked into brands that have a European or French sizing, so from a 36 to a 48 Italian, and you have standard size of constructing. That comes from how you design the clothes, how you cut the clothes, the measures and everything. So of course, um, being in Tanzania, and I want to dress all kinds of women, um, I had to restudy all the measurements and how to cut for different sizing. Yeah, so you structure in process. Yes, in process. That was a challenge. It's still a challenge. It's not uh, that that uh, that easy, let's say. But you know, I'm always happy to put myself to learn new things and different things. So, I like it. I, yeah. you're, you're very fast. I'm trying to like you know take your time schedule. And, like always come for coffee. You know, it's Italian tradition to meet Guia at your beautiful villa where she stay. I don't say anyone. It's a secret. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you can, say, you come. can come and see at my store. I have a store. What is it? In uh, Dar es Salaam. For the moment, it's a small store, but it's inside a bar restaurant called Spinella in Mazaki, uh, 7 Twiga Street. We are open every day except Sunday from 10.30 to 6.30. And um, uh, I also sell uh, in Nairobi, Kenya, if you're... Uh, Kenya bound uh, at the Artisanal Gallery at the Gigiri Lane, so United Nations area. And um, actually, if you're around, not just to see Noor Tribe, but they have an amazing store where they only showcase African brands. So they have products from Nigeria, from Ghana, from Senegal, Tanzania, Kenya, and it's all handmade. All uh, um, brands that are sustainable, handmade, and I'm doing really a great work in Nairobi. I'm very, very happy. Sales are very good. Uh, my product is really liked there. And um, yes. So, Guya, um, just uh, starting only, like you already uh, opened a new discussion. So, like uh, mentioned before in your interviews, like you say about differences, it's very interesting. From Tanzania, uh, Maasai, Shuka, and Kenya. Can you say more because it's related to your background? Yeah. Tell us about it's Kenya. So, Mombasa. I've been, um, it's actually my mom that um, passed me this passion for Africa. I think she took me my first time in Africa, yes, around six years old. Wow. And then later on, when I was around my 12s, we bought a property in Kenya mm -hmm. and um, I had Maasai in the house, you know, so I feel like. Uh, I'm close to them in a, in somehow. Kenya, I've really visited all the way around, Masai Mara, everywhere, Tsavo. But I came to Tanzania my first time when I was around my 16 years old to Arusha to go Serengeti, Lake Manyara, Ngorongoro, and uh, which really compared to now, Yes, many years have passed, but really Arusha, there was nothing. It was truly just Masai land. But um, yes, I discovered that uh, all the beading work, when it's very, very, very colorful, usually it belongs to uh, Kenya Masai. Whereas when you find that beading, which is actually more of my favorite, full white, full white, and I'm wearing it today as well, one of my cuffs in full white, uh, they are more originally belong to um, Tanzania. Masai. Wow, it's yeah. very interesting. Yeah, it's quite interesting. But yeah. Mm -hmm. So we just uh, moving uh, for your 
future plan, like uh, maybe want to come to we know Zanzibar, which is also demanding with beautiful cloth to be rare to buy by tourists. So what is your plan to visit Zanzibar, to visit our... Okay, Zanzibar, of course, I love. It's an amazing escape, even from uh, Dar es Salaam for the weekend, <laughs> whatever. I love Nungui, I love Page, I love Stone Town. I always like to spend at least a couple of days in Stone Town. I really like the vibe there. Of course, uh, I would love to own a store there. And as you know, we are moving to see where what is the best location, uh, the best place. So um, we're not ready to say where and when, but... Noor Tribe definitely has a project to open uh, a mono brand, our own store in uh, Zanzibar. And you living in Zanzibar and knowing your market very well and being also in real estate, you will help finding the, the right location. Uh, but for sure, and hopefully if business goes well, I have a plan to grow bigger, even my store in Dar es Salaam. But it's going to take a little bit of time. Guys, you should invest. If somebody wants to listen to this podcast to do money, make money in future, you should join Nurkad. What do you think about, like, uh, in general, uh, Tanzania, it's a safe, touristic country. So many things you can do business, you can live. I know your beautiful children study in international school. Yes, I am here with uh, my two kids now, almost 18 and 14. And um, generally speaking, especially as a Muzungu or somebody that anyway was not born <laughs> in Africa, people are always scared. They're like, oh my God, you're going to Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, malaria. Oh my God, you will be kidnapped. No, I actually find Tanzania, Dar es Salaam, a very, very safe place. Um, I mean, you can be attacked in London, in Milan. It happened to me in New York. If you're on the wrong street, that's normal. Everywhere in the world, there is a chance that something can go wrong. But every time I had uh, problems, my car, broke down in the middle of Bagamoyo Road. People helped. <laughs> I had no petrol in uh, 7 o'clock, dark in Zanzibar. Wow. People hosted me in their house and they went to get petrol for my car. Really, honestly, uh, one of the Amazing. things that um, I love about this country is the people. People are generally nice. People are generally friendly. People are generally very, very helpful, which is something that you absolutely lost I know people can, uh, can people uh, give them hint find you in Cocoa Beach you like to come there an afternoon if you have time to just to watch <laughs> the environment it's very nice yeah I go to Cocoa Beach a lot it's actually one of my I'm a member at the, the yachting club but I use that for my kids because they like to hang there me and my dogs walk in Cocoa Beach I swim in Cocoa Beach I spend a lot of time in Cocoa Beach not many Muzungu do that because they still think they're afraid something might happen. I don't understand. The only problem that Cocoa Beach has, maybe it's plastic. <laughs> but no, you will not get hurt, which is a pity for such a beautiful, you know, beach and uh, seashores. In fact, one of the other things that um, I love, uh, let's say, that I would like to work more on, as Noor Tribe, we launched a bag that it's made of uh, partially of uh, recycled plastic and we actually do go physically to collect uh, bottles from the beaches then are washed, melt, and at the end I create yeah. this bag. But really? it's something that I would really want Tanzania in general, and I'm always thinking how Noor Tribe can integrate this. I would like to produce beans, I don't know, for Cocoa Beach. I would love I would love that the people here start understanding that throwing plastic on the floor, it's bad. It's really bad. It's bad for tourism. It's bad for future. It's bad for pollution. And especially, they have such a nice coastline. Needs to be protected, needs to be loved, needs to be taken care of. 
It's a very fantastic idea because we really need this movement like for young people. But also I'm, I'm very admired by your activity which you support charity and I know you find time to visit Malaika Orphanage. Can you tell us about this? Yes, Malaika Orphanage, it's uh, the orphanage that uh, Nord Tribe chose to support. We actually give uh, uh, part of our gross revenue yearly and also we do deliveries throughout uh, the month uh, on what they need. It's a very nice um, orphanage that really looks after their kids. They keep the kids until they go to school, until they graduate, until they find a job. So they really put them back into a community with a degree, with a job and being able, you know, to sustain themselves. They don't just like feed them until they're 12 and then they put them back in the streets or something like that. Um, just uh, a few nights ago, I was at a launch of this um, follow group uh, who's a friend who launched uh, his company and had asked me that wanted to do some charity work. So to, together I helped him and we raised uh, two millions that night that were handed over to Malaika Kids Orphanage. And um, apart from Malaika Kids Orphanage though, I'm very active in giving back to the community, uh, support. I did also two big um, shows with the French school, uh, also for two big NGOs. One was Partage, still for kids and education. And another one uh, was, um, I can't remember the full name in Swahili of the organization, but was uh, de dealt more with like issues related to girls pregnancy, wow. not going to school. So wherever I can, for however little, I try to do my best. I think you back give and, big, uh, big support about retribution <laughs> local community. It's very important. Very. And thank you so much for joining to us today. And we um, enjoyed talking to you, especially me, myself. I learned a lot. It was, um, it's always topic, endless sustainability, recycling, we support, uh, as you did charity, also action on your event in the National Museum. And uh, want to know how we can, if some people want to reach out, like, can you tell us uh, handles? Yes, you can um, find us, of course, as we said before, 7 Twiga Street, our, our monobrand store in Dar es Salaam. Mm -hmm. You can contact us uh, on Instagram, nurtribe.tz, nurtribe for TikTok. We are very active on TikTok. We love the platform. <laughs> And uh, we are soon, we are not ready, but we are soon launching a local website just for Tanzania with deliveries and everything, uh, which also will be nice because you will be able to have three forms of payments, PayPal, M-Pesa and uh, yeah, credit card uh, with deliveries and a bit longer. This will take a bit longer because yes, deliveries are complicated and I need to set it all up, but we you are soon... No, we're soon launching also worldwide website. That's a bit more complicated, but so I think by November, beginning of December, we should be online with a um, website for Tanzania. And later on, we will promote also the worldwide one. Yes. Fantastic. Asante mm. Sana. And we will, uh, can also tell our audience to download again rifale.com because when somebody starts listening now or from then they can rev and play back to f uh, listen full version of your interview. Thank you so much, Guya. Thank you're you very so much innovative. for having me here. <laughs> you're very fast. <laughs> and you're rushing again somewhere. It, it was a pleasure and uh, yeah, shop wisely, shop in your tribe. <laughs> yeah, it's, welcome Karibo. Asante.